When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, Alice. All right, Let's get right indeed. to it. This is our last day. Uh, well, this is we're going to our fat specialists um, shortly after, so we may have to skate out a little bit early. But um, so I'm excited, and, and uh, we'll tell you how it went. So listen, here's the deal. Um, we are going to be taking a week off in unless something happens. In late August, the week before Memorial Day, we may have a couple of uh, interviews canned or do best of. Maybe we should run some of those best of. There's all kinds of ones people have never heard. There are? I mean, a lot of people have never heard. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of a bizarre thing to say. Well, some of our listeners are newer. Do you know which ones they haven't heard? Well, older ones, I mean. Okay. Well, play some older ones that you may or may not have heard. They Uh, haven't heard them. You haven't heard them. Some of them have. Yes. Some people have obviously heard, oh, wow. heard them. This should be pretty automatic, Alice. This this little <laughs> transition here. This you just stick to your wires there for this. I can handle this part alone. I can handle the heavy lift alone. Okay. So we're gonna be doing some do best of. What you of. need to do, honey? Okay. We're gonna do doing some best of, and uh, for just for that week, and um, and then we're gonna we'll pop one in Friday. We'll do one. No Thursday. Okay. You know, I'll have to probably do some special one for Saturday or something because we're not going to have one for Sunday, but we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's just one week. The week before Labor Day. week before Labor Day, right. And then um, and then I'm back that Sunday before Labor Day, and so I'll do one or I'll do one with them, but they're in transit, right? It doesn't matter. I have. Say, if, by the way, if any of you happen to be in or around Logan Airport at one forty-six in the morning <laughs> after Alice's flight with seven connections, 
she's going to be in uh, Logan Airport because this is how she books flights because Alice loves to suffer. <laughs> loves to suffer. It's not that I love to suffer. It's just that when you book a plane ticket mm-hmm. for five people, mm-hmm. every little bit of cost multiplies out times five. So I get the cheapest humanly possible mm-hmm. tickets for me and the kids. Tom, of course, is flying on a separate nonstop flight by himself with more legroom. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. That is the only way to do it. If I, I can't imagine a connection... <laughs> If I had with booked a four, trip... If with you had four kids trip, and... Yeah. <laughs> with a connection and... Imagine that, a connect from Boston to LA and having to wait, to sit around at another place and wait before you wait. I'm One already, of our trips is going to take like 12 hours with connecting flights. <laughs> I would simply uh, open my desk drawer and say goodbye. That's what I'm be. just willing to put up with a little inconvenience. Twelve to save hours in airports. Oh, oh! I can't imagine. I'm already dreading mine. My my yeah. six hours or whatever it is. What, gonna, what am I going to do in a chair for six hours? You oh. can try reading something. Oh, I don't honestly know if I remember how to read. I I don't. I will. I'll grab a couple of books. I like. I have books. I know. Yeah, I haven't read. Um, Oh, you know, all the books I tell people that I've read, like, I haven't, really. I know that. <clears throat> yeah, including, um, what's the one with... You nine... always tell me you've read The Count of Monte Cristo, and I... I have read that in French. <laughs> yes, I have, actually. That I, don't, I, did. I don't actually It doesn't matter. Winchester you. High School... That's you a can very get my... big book. I don't Winchester think Winchester High it. School, you can get the transcript. That's in there. Correct. The Count of Monte Cristo. I read that. I read, um... I've read Grendel. I've read Beowulf. I've read Grease, Grease and an Ocean Thern. Odin and Grecian Thern. Um, um, uh, I read all of them. Uh, all right. So let's just get right to it. Um, I forgot where we are in this particular version. I'm going to go right to the right to the White House briefing room. Yeah. It, she's going to be tossed. You so, think they're going to do Kirby instead? Y- yeah. He's He's got it. He's He's got presence. He's control in there. He's just... I mean, it, it's a tough job for no, no matter who has right now because just things aren't going well. But... For instance, when this moron from uh, from News Africa named Simon something won't shut up, Kirby takes control. Um, Mr. Kirby, can you clarify yes. what, yes. what, what you can you clarify what your yes, job in the White House is? You said that our policy for China has been consistent. Your name is Simon, right? Yeah, I really si- want Simon? To Simon? Well, you Simon. know his name is Simon, and he likes to do drawings. Do you know what that is? Um, no. I mean, I know you sing it. I don't know what it is. Some of you guys will know what it is. Fifth Caller wins a pair of tickets to Canopy Lake Park, if you can tell me what that is. I'm not even going to tell you. I'll wait till tomorrow. All the guys will know what that is. I will say. You're really going to give somebody tickets to Canopy Lake Park? No. (laughs) Negative. You don't have any tickets, as a matter (laughs) of fact. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You can have the stubs. Our compliance team is texting me right now. You know what you can do? If you get that right, then you get to have the stubs to Alice's 46 connection flight to and from L.A. when she's done with them. Simon. Sir, I'm going to I'm going to call on this man. Now, sir, listen. Now, I've been polite to you, but I expect a little bit of respect in return. You know, you know where we are is the White House press briefing room, and you need to be more respectful. I'm going to call on this reporter. You Policy toward China as consistent and clear, but the U.S. policy toward Taiwan is also described as strategic ambiguity. I don't love 
Kirby, but I like that. That was good. That was good, Curb Man. Does anybody have a problem with I'm like on the left or anything? Not as yet. <clears throat> I'm just All waiting right. for them to have some kind of problem with it. Ducey asks a good question to Kirby. Why is it that over the last couple months, President Biden has been so much tougher on Russia than he is on China? I wouldn't agree with the premise of the question, uh, Peter. So, but they keep it going here. Much it's good by, it's good by, uh, it's good by Ducey to keep on. It just, it, when Russia was getting aggressive around Ukraine, the president was out every couple days telling Putin, "Don't do it." And now China is getting aggressive around Taiwan, and we're not hearing anything like that from the president. Oh, beg to differ. We've been standing up here for almost a week, Peter, talking about uh, uh, our concerns about uh, what China was preparing to do. We put out. Uh, uh, declassified information that we saw with, with the Chinese place. He's still not doing it. He's still not putting the Chinese. He's saying, yeah, we put all, all sorts of things being very tough on them. He's still not being tough on them. Nice. He's saying we've done it, but he's not. It's remarkable. He's much more artful at this, of course, than Corrine is, but still. The book was going to be, uh, look, I stood at another podium uh, a lot long ago, and much of the same way we, we uh, reacted then, we're reacting now in terms of being honest and transparent about what's going on and calling it do it then right be transparent about what's going on say the words that you keep saying apparently that everybody keeps missing it out for what it is what um, is it and then today talking about exactly what we're going to do to make sure we can help preserve a free and open indo-pacific so i'm i'm afraid Which I just challenge what? A, <laughs> a free and open indo-pacific mike let me see your question i mean that is crafty um in professional spinning he's doing but he's absolutely still not doing it. Ducey has him on the spot, and he's not saying it. He just can't say it. So is Corrine just not there today altogether? Uh, I didn't see her. Oh, uh, I don't think so, no. I know you said that there is not a, a <coughs> call scheduled with she. Is there a reason why? Because President Biden's known him for decades. Yeah. He's got a lot of free time up there in the residence this week. He doesn't have free time. He, he's, he's can't he's, just pick up the phone and he's call? He's been working all the way through his illness, quite frankly, Peter. So that's a little bit insulting. And um, uh, as for a call, it is. To, to it is. That, the, that someone who is isolating by themselves. You suggested he has a lot of free time as if he's not doing anything. And you know that's not the case, Mr. Ducey. Now, look, as for a call with <laughs> President Xi, I don't have anything on the president's schedule to speak to. If ever the president felt like a call with President Xi was the appropriate way to respond or that it would uh, that it would have an effect and an outcome that he wants to achieve, he certainly would be willing to do that. He's Oof. talked to uh, Xi now five times. It's not like he's afraid to pick up the phone and, and call uh, President Xi. And if there's a, 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 if a call is the right answer, um, I'm sure that President Biden will do that. But I'm not going to get ahead of the president on this. I do want to stress... I said it before, but I, I do think the, your question begs me to say it again, that the lines of communication are still open with Beijing, and we're using those lines of communication. And I think you'll see that uh, in days to come as, as well. That's really important. And that's one of the reasons why President Biden made that call a week or so ago, was to make sure, and you saw it in Kareem's readout, to make sure that uh, those lines of communication stay open. And, and they are. Still can't manage to say anything tough to the Chinese. It is effing remarkable. It's effing remarkable. That being said, I am fascinated by having Kirby out there so much more now and Corrine less um, because 
I mean, I, I think it's going to be interesting, not because I don't understand why they're doing it, because obviously she sucks at the job. But what do you say? I, I mean, how are they going to handle this transition, it, given that she was a historic first and they patted themselves on the back so much for having her there and all her firstness? And now they're going to replace her with a white man. How can they do that without? Yeah, well, like, we are supposed to notice the skin pigment. Yes, that's highly important. I mean, I think everyone should absolutely call them out since they made such an issue of race and gender of people, and what a great job they're doing being diverse. Mm-hmm. Hold them to their stupid rules that they've made up. Yeah, they're, you know, it, if they if they did start asking questions about that, yeah, that would be wonderful. They'd have to like run into uh, uh, Kirby's office and say, "Please tell us you're something interesting, please." Please. I mean, and um, maybe this is a strategy they'll take is they'll just keep her as, quote, press secretary, but he'll just come out and do the briefings from now on and they'll just hope no one notices. He could do, he could do that. And not call him the press secretary, but just so that there is no, uh, you know, conflict. Okay, so they've, discared, they've declared a state of emergency over monkeypox today. Mm-hmm. And um, that means that's going to free up money, more federal money to go into states and more uh, Democrats to run on this and more all sorts of other Christmas presents and, and a chance that the midterm election. So this gives them a chance to, for something. And of course, it's going to be more people are going to be doing more virtual signaling. Somehow I had I asked people today how they were going to do virtual signaling. One guy said that um, that straight men should go to bathhouses to show that we're so solidarity. Cool. Yep, solidarity, absolutely. One other man said that we should have uh, that he would have an orgy on his front lawn next to the um, next to the Ukraine sign. Neither of those, I think, are very practical. <laughs> but you know, they're going to do something, and you know as well that this psychotic is going to be doing something. This is Randy Weingarten today. Where's the education pieces here? Where's the education pieces here? Climate change. If we actually stop these extreme weather events. That's Randy Reingarden angry that the um, Inflation Reduction Act doesn't have more for teachers unions. She is a monster, man. It is rather remarkable. Of course, they're going to do something. I'm surprised she didn't come out and complain that the packed veterans burn pits bill didn't have more for the teachers unions. She's completely, Mm -hmm. everything is about her and the teachers unions, just like COVID all became about teachers unions. And I mean, the the only good thing to come out of it is that it was so transparent and horrible what they did during COVID and how they made it all about themselves and tried to become the heroes of the pandemic as they tried to grab more of people's money and provide less service to the taxpayers for it. Um, That I think that a lot of people have woken up to how horrific they actually are. So, you know, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot ultimately over this. Like, more school choice bills and stuff passed during this time than ever in the United States. So I think they're going to continue to to cause themselves these problems. D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine uh, tweeted this today. Across the nation, we're seeing an alarming increase in efforts to prevent LGBTQ plus uh, individuals, including children, from simply being who they are and loving what who they love, including children. Uh, including this is children. all one big blanket thing, including the monkeypox thing, uh, the state of emergency, this LGBT. It's all one big campaign, and expect it to come out of every corner. There's going to be part of this that is woven through. Mm-hmm. These people. This is this is not a good time to have 
a dead president. It's not. It's not. This is, this is. Well, because I think what's so dangerous is, you know, Trump also in some ways was a little bit of an absentee president on certain issues. He was not good at like filling up the federal government with his own partisans or at really tackling a lot of the bureaucratic stuff. Not as good as I would have liked him to be. Now, he was hamstrung in a lot of ways, too. But, you know, he he wasn't as active in a lot of these issues as I thought he maybe could have been. That being said, Trump's form of benign neglect that he practiced actually mm-hmm. made things better because he wasn't beholden to so many special interests. Biden's neglect of everything has led to an opening where he's allowed like the teachers union to swoop in and run CDC policy. Mm-hmm. And he's allowed Russia to do whatever they want in Europe. And he's uh, allowing China to do whatever they want. And he's, you know, He's letting all these groups sort of run wild. You know, Trump, I thought, could have done more to cut back on the federal bureaucracy. And, you know, these special interest groups like unions and other environmental groups and all this junk that tries to control policy. Right. But Biden is like letting them run the show. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, they all deserve. I wish Trump had just kneecapped all these federal agencies yeah, completely. Well, but and somebody needs to come in there and do it, whether it's Trump again or someone else. But uh, I, you know, Biden's actually just letting them run the country into the ground with absolutely no oversight. Right. It's, it's like the difference between you know just not driving the car at all and letting your drunk friend drive it. Like it's. These, well, right. I mean, these agencies a- and activists and stuff are running the country into the ground on purpose and enriching themselves. And Biden's not doing anything about it. At least under Trump, it was like some of this stuff just sort of stagnated a little bit. You know, he Alex, didn't we completely heard kill from, it forever. We haven't but. heard from Biden's doctor. They're not letting us talk to his doctor. It's unprecedented, unheard of. Has he been writing more letters? <sighs> I'm assuming there's notes every day. Um, and as part of the monkeypox campaign, which has begun, the Washington Post is doing its part. Uh, they tweeted out today, sex is a major driver of the global monkeypox outbreak. But health officials and longtime HIV activists say calls for abstinence don't work. To which I'm seeing many, many, of course, that on its own obviously is unbelievably uh, bizarre, uh, outrageous. But to which I'm seeing more responses like this. We were banned from having an indoor or outdoor funeral for my dad when there were 30 cases of COVID statewide and 10 people in the hospital. So in other words, people are saying, if we were made to stop everything, mentally harm the kids for two years, and not go to funerals or weddings or anything like that, um, you can stop having sex for a little bit. And not even completely stop having sex nobody's saying that the monogamous gay couple that lives together needs to stop having sex that's not spreading monkey pox it's the sex with 40 strangers in a weekend like we read babe's story that's spreading monkey pox like just that type of sex with that many people that you don't know well and i mean just cut back on the number of partners like the actual headline of this wapo article is as monkey pox strikes gay men officials debate warnings to limit partners 
we're debating warnings to limit partners? Right. It's an insult if you say you have to have a limit. I know you wanted to hit 110 this weekend, but you... you Can you stick to like 30 or so? Maybe? This is unbelievable. Like, just, but, but also, like, how much... How much disdain must the left have for gay people? Well, it's essentially we saying can't... they can't possibly be expected to rein yes. in a little bit for a short period of time. Yes. And, ever, I mean... Like the example you read, and I've been seeing a few of these. I mean, like they arrested a guy who was surfing by himself in the ocean right. in California, but they can't respectfully suggest that the gay community dial it back a little bit in the face of, quote, a public health emergency. What a time. It, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. But this is going to be it. This is the next. Talk about grooming. This is the next. Uh, attempt to condition all of us into thinking, oh, yeah, that's absolutely, we can't ask them to not have sex. Can't ask them. We can't ask somebody, of course we'd wear a mask, which is something you would never. T- it's insane. God, God, I hate this country. I'm sorry. I'm joining. Um, I'm taking over for Al Zawahiri now. I'm moving over there. I'll just do whatever they, mm-hmm. after I lose weight, I think they have a weight limit. Uh, he, uh, I, I found the doctor's letter today. Mm-hmm. He's on day six of testing positive for rebound COVID. Uh, he feels very well today. He is still experiencing a very occasional cough, but the cough is improving. His temperature, pulse, blood pressure, respiratory rate, and oxygen saturation remain normal. His lungs remain clear. Given his rebound positivity, we have continued daily monitoring. His tests remain positive. He will continue his strict isolation measures as previously described. He will continue to conduct the business of the American people from the executive residences. As I have stated previously, the president continues to be very specifically conscientious to protect any of the executive residents, White House, Secret Service, and other staff whose duties require any socially distanced proximity to him. As promised, I will keep your office updated with any changes in his condition or treatment plan. There you go. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Has he been on video at all recently or no? Oh, no, not the that president? I've... I don't think so. Not that I've seen, anyway. <sighs> uh, other bizarre stuff is... Did, we didn't have the... Um, well, here's Beto in New York. I'll just go through some of these. In, not in New York. In Texas, talking about... Once again, the teachers' unions is that... Um, this is the message they're going on, is that teachers need to seed over... I mean, sorry, parents need to seed over curriculum, all of it, to the teacher's discretion. What if we treated that teacher with the respect that she has earned that she is owed, that we all want to give her. We don't need to tell her what version of history she is allowed to teach in a classroom. We don't need to scare the parents of those kids before her about something called CRT that I've never heard of before last year. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. 
But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's what he's going for. That's his... Because you're just all stupid who got scared of the... Mm -hmm. the these three letters CRT you'd never even heard of it you don't even know what it is it's the I mean it's interesting to see that they're doubling down after the election results in Virginia Mm -hmm. and whatever that they are continuing to push this message that parents are just idiots and the teachers know much better and you know but the left is into that kind of credentialism where they're you know the teacher is the expert they know what to teach the parents are just stupid they don't know what they're doing and and it's just not true a lot of parents are very smart people even ones without degrees Mm -hmm. and even ones without teaching degrees and even ones who don't know all the fancy woke words and everything else and they see the assignments their kids are coming home with and they're hearing about things their kids learned at school and they're seeing their kids little friends start to have new and different pronouns Mm -hmm. and get crazy surgeries on themselves and they're seeing what's happening and they don't actually like it they're not and the teachers are bitching and moaning about it on tiktok President Biden. No, sorry about that. Okay, TikTok, I really need your help here on this one. I'm a teacher. I teach fifth and sixth grade. And uh, this morning, I don't know, somehow um, the concept of pronouns came up. Um, and somehow. One of my students said, Well, Miss O'Dell, did you even ask me my pronouns? And I was like, Whoa, I hadn't actually asked him his pronouns. And I had called him a him. And I. I said, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I haven't actually called you. I mean, asked you what your pronouns are. And um, what are they? He said, I'm sorry, banana said, banana and rock. And I was like, dude, no, like, don't mess around. I was I was actually really upset because. Dude, no, don't mess around. This is not funny. Pronouns are very serious. Dude, no, don't mess around. You can be she, they, zed, zag, zog, zug, zog, zem, zum, zim, zum, fum, sunk, sunk, click, plam, lim, clam, adandlu. You can't be rock or banana. You're messing around now. We're not messing around with all these other idiotic things that we're saying. No, 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 no. But you're messing around. Yeah. Demi Lovato can be they for some reason temporarily and then change your mind again. But you can't be banana. This whole thing is messing around. Yeah, the whole thing is insanity. I thought he was making fun of it. And in fact, I'm still pretty sure he was making fun of it. And, uh, but they all agreed, no, like you can choose anything. Banana, rock, if you want banana and rock to be a pronoun, banana and rock's your pronoun. Is it? TikTok, tell me. Well? I'm going to guess that the kids were messing around with the Were they messing around? I think it's possible they were messing around. I don't know. You don't realize how many suicides there are with people who don't identify with gender binary identities? Do you realize how many suicides there are? So I think we go with rock banana. <sighs> Absolutely. This is the rules. It's suicides if not. I guess so. so you can't they'll even just debate kill themselves nope, it's over. if you, can't if you it. don't call them rock and banana, <sighs> I guess. So 
I mean, it's interesting. So somebody brought up on Twitter, we were chatting about it because um, we had talked a little bit about how like other mental illnesses now are starting Mm -hmm. to be recategorized as just like other people's realities. And there's been a bunch of this on TikTok, this, um, you know, dissociative identity disorder, Mm -hmm. which is what we call multiple personality disorder now. But a bunch of these people are basically just saying like, you know, this is actually my reality now. So I have these different identities and each of those different identities has different pronouns and other things, you know, whatever the stuff is. So I went back, I remembered this New York Times article had been out here recently about um, people going off their antipsychotics and just dealing with the voices that they have in their <laughs> head and whatever. And, you know, it it's a fascinating article for a variety of reasons it's a little bit old it's from earlier this year maybe like January or something but I had read it at the time and then um but I hadn't read it recently and it was really interesting there were a few parts that I thought were fascinating one is that and the article acknowledges this because they're making the case that we just like shouldn't even treat these things as disorders we should just accept people as they are Mm -hmm. um but they bring up this point, which is that all these psychiatric drugs, and this is something like Tucker's been on about lately, too, and we've seen a lot of, especially with the mass shootings, have like really, really poor evidence behind them. And the doctors really don't know what causes a lot of these mental illnesses, and they're throwing these drugs at it, and it like seems to do something, calm people down or whatever, but they have like massive side effects, and and we don't really know what it is that we're doing with them. Like they, the long term like changes aren't necessarily like as helpful as we think they are, which is fascinating to me that like the entire mental health industry is like just a total crock. Like they don't mm. know what they're doing at all or why or how any of these I, mental I, illnesses work or I, anything else. Right there. I believe you. And, and it's yeah. yeah, no, and I I totally believe that. I mean, I don't necessarily think that we should normalize all these different behaviors as just totally normal and validate the voices people hear as like real things. But um, you know, I I do believe that the mental health industry is completely full of it and they have no idea what they're doing in the long term that I believe. And it's funny because we've been asked to believe for a long time that this industry has like so much credibility behind it. And it's science. It's just like physical illnesses. It's just like setting you'd go to a doctor if you broke your leg. Why wouldn't you go to them if your brain isn't working right? Mm-hmm. Well, we apparently know like almost nothing about how the brain works. And Tucker's been talking about this recently too, how like a bunch of these studies about how like Alzheimer's works, mm-hmm. that all these drugs are based on doing like a bunch of the evidence was fabricated. Like, actually just wasn't real. So these, like, plaques that they're saying cause Alzheimer's, that all the drugs they're trying to get them to not cause the plaques, that's just, like, made up. That doesn't exist or work that way. And if the drugs do something, they don't know why it does anything. So, and it's Alzheimer's, and it's these antipsychotics are like that. And, I mean... I don't think I would trust the doctors any more than I'd trust a witch doctor or a priest or anyone else. I mean, I would probably tend to trust a priest on it more. But I think that a lot of these illnesses have like other components that, mm-hmm. that we don't understand at all that are just utterly of beyond. Course. How could we know? This is neurological our- stuff. I mean, how could we possibly know? Mm-hmm. And how could we possibly know the long term, you know, the fallout? And if you've got, if you've got, 
a brain that's a non-binary brain will say, then I assume that you're being affected in different ways. Right. And just to throw this stuff against the wall. Yeah. So this New York Times article, one of the things it talks about is these places. There's a bunch of people starting these places, which I assume are a huge liability. I've no idea how their insurance works or whatever but um they have like these sort of halfway house type places for people with mental illnesses this one's called afia and um and they take in like a ton of people who are having these problems don't demand they get treated or anything it says the people who stay at afia are in dire need many are not only in mental disarray but also homeless many are suicidal there are no clinicians on staff no security personnel only people who know such desperation firsthand in the living room a homemade banner declares holding multiple truths knowing that everyone has their own accurate view of the way things are so everybody's Everybody's thing is real. But I thought this was fascinating. Listen, this is from a 2019 piece in the New England Journal of Medicine that said, we are facing the stark limitations of biologic treatments. There is no comprehensive biologic understanding of either the causes or treatments of psychiatric disorders. Oh, good. We have no idea what we're doing, basically. And the billions of dollars that get spent on this stuff to say turn around and say we have no idea if it works or how much or why and like nothing apparently has advanced very far beyond the like initial thorazine that was invented decades ago it's just all little sort of tweaks on that that they've been doing ever since mm. and they don't know like all these newer drugs Zyprexa, Risperdal that a bunch of them have like been recalled or had massive side effects men who are on Risperdal a lot of them would like develop breast tissue and stuff like just i mean like extreme side effects for like we don't know what really i mean the whole industry is crazy mm -hmm. and and ineffective and like we don't know what we're doing so and then but at the same time this other point of view that these people have where we just have to treat mental illnesses like they're great and everything the people treat everything the people mm. say as reality also seems like incredibly dangerous to me uh this person who does this says Maisel carlton takes care not to diminish the suffering of people like herself and speaks of expanding the options for healing yet she sees her wish as analogous to not just the mainstreaming of autism but the nascent acceptance of new forms of gender identity our society needs to expand its view of what it means to be human she says to expand what is affirmed and honored See, we have to affirm and honor the voices in your head. So what do I have to accommodate now when somebody's hearing multiple voices? When somebody's hearing voices, we have to... We say, I have to like, call Chad, what did Rick. Yeah, what did, that's neat. What did Chad tell you today when he was talking or well, whatever? You well, know you know what's very interesting is that she made the correlation between that and, and the, the gender identity well yeah. i think it's connected especially for a lot of these young people on tiktok a lot of them have or claim to have multiple personalities that have different gender identities one of them was claiming that one of her gender identities had a pet so now the pet is also one of her i don't know but like i guess and so there's some controversy in the tiktok uh did dissociative identity disorder hashtags over like whether or not your different uh your different personalities are called your alters if your alters can have like different races like is that allowed yeah that is interesting. <laughs> can some of your well, personalities they better be, they, they, be black the answer people? to this is like, yes because these people are going to be want 
to be as interesting as possible. And they're going to want to make sure that you have to bend over backwards in ways you never thought were viable. They can also be different ages, the different personalities Mm -hmm. in your head. That's uh, already a bunch of them have like personalities that are different ages. And it's like that already is dangerous to me because like what's going to happen when you're going around saying you're 18 and you're not like. But I I assume that's something the left actually wants to happen anyways. To have age be really nothing but a number. Speaking of which, did you see my update on the Dane Cook thing? Yes. So, and I don't know how you feel about this. Mm -hmm. Because apparently, like, so I didn't really care about the Dane Cook thing because she was 18 when Mm -hmm. they started dating is how it was reported. She Mm -hmm. was 23 when they got engaged and that five years ago they started dating. I'm like, eh, doesn't reflect really well on him, but like, whatever, it's not illegal, like... Okay, but apparently they met when she was actually 15. Mm-hmm. She was going to parties at his house. And there's, like, pictures of this from back in, like, mm-hmm. whatever year this was. Like, she was born in 1998, so this mm-hmm. was, like, in 2016 before she turned 17 or whatever. I forget how the numbers worked out exactly, but, yeah, it... Eh. I don't know that I don't know first of all that 15-year-olds should be hanging out with a bunch of middle-aged comedians. Yeah. N- no, <laughs> unless mean... they want to have sex with the 15-year-olds. There's no reason a 15-year-old doesn't have anything interesting to say. Uh, well, right. But it, it, it was like a game he's like a game night and there's like him and like Seth Green and a bunch of other like middle-aged Seth men. Seth Green, isn't yeah. he involved in that thing? I don't know, but no, anyway, no, no. look. Hold on, hold should, on. Okay, no, what thing? That Ezra thing. Oh, is he involved in the Ezra yeah, Miller isn't that, thing? Isn't that one of the guys who who he called out? Oh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I don't. I, think it I is. don't know that much about that. But the story yeah. is this crazy actor called out Seth Green for being okay. a pedophile, essentially. He might be. I mean, he's in those pictures and some other people that I didn't really know who they were, hadn't heard of or whatever. But some people were like recognizing other people. And you're like, game night. And then there's all these girls that look so young. And she's like, 15. Well, I, well, somebody I, said she's like the daughter of somebody. And that's why she was there. Yeah. But still, like, that's even weirder than when I lived if you're in California, 40, you wouldn't have 15 year olds over your house to hang out with no, you yeah. and the men. Right. Like, unless they're, that's unless weird. they're having sex with them. There's no there's no there's there's a reason why men why you. There's a reason why you don't go anywhere near. When I was in, uh, when, when I lived in California, um, and we'll, we'll see where it was in Balboa Boulevard, and right across the street, there was an apartment house. All you know, this, it was run by this Weasley California snake guy. There was so many California weasels. Every, almost all of them were. But anyway, there was a uh, woman who who was there. Who was gorgeous? She looked like uh, Jane Mansfield. So, in other words, or Tippy Hedren. She was bleach blonde. She was gorgeous. She was she was um, extremely curvaceous. Always cleavage. Always she dressed nice though, like in gowns and things. Like not gowns, mm-hmm. but but like beautiful dresses. And she was, but she was just beautiful. And she always had somewhere to be. Always was going to this party, this opening, this party, this opening, this party, this opening. And I was like, man. And she was really sweet, so she said hi to us. How are you guys doing? Okay, I'm going out to things, whatever. And uh, and she was really sweet, really sweet and nice. And um, and I remember thinking, like, that's a woman who's got her stuff together, and she is like advanced and and beautiful. And at this time, I was 18, and um, 
she was she came around whatever to like uh to have a cigarette with us one day was something whatever and she told us that she was 15 yeah <laughs> oh my god what world do you live in you're a 15 year old and she's going out and, and living and you would have thought that she was 24 years old and you know i was speaking to her like she was an older woman not a freshman in high school she just carried herself like that I'm not saying this is what happened here, but I'm just saying that was L.A. essentially, and I just get the feeling a lot of this, a lot of this stuff happens. Men are, men are, men find women who are in that area, not me, but attractive. Right. It's true, which is why some women men- who look like adult women, men right. find attractive which is because why- they find adult women attractive. Exactly. So when you've got when everybody and I can't believe men do this who I know like show pictures of their daughters at prom especially when they're falling out of stuff and they look like 27-year-old women I'm like what are you doing? Yeah, why don't are you put that this- photo up? There. Don't put that photo up and don't put it up for any man to see because you don't it's just a it's just a yeah. So, so this is it's it's so I don't understand what like apparently dad brought his daughter to hang apparently it was a stepdad I guess brought his daughter to come hang out at Dane Cook's party like yeah that's pretty that sounds like a pretty it low on the pretty totem pole shady, like. yeah how fun is that gonna be but but also like I mean she's beautiful and she's not twenty three she's beautiful and she's interested in him he's I don't know. Maybe I mean I, I have no I no problem with it. I do think that if he's dating her when she's eighteen, and he's known her since she was like, 15. what are you going to possibly talk about? One Direction, really? What well, are you going right. to talk and about? Like, I mean, she can't even go to the bar with you, so like, I don't quite right. get it. I just I, I don't get. It. I understand so we that women start are attracted. dating when I was fairly young. Yeah, so twenty three. So we get a little shade for it sometimes. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I could like go out and drink mm-hmm. and like places and i yeah the like really young girls thing i don't uh, okay let's do the shot check we got a bolt here yeah so, we got to do a shot so. chat and then we got to get out of here and go get unfatted hey tom just watching hey. the crowdcast of the show tonight and every time there was a split screen of alice and yourself my mind wandered to a grim brother's watercolor of a beautiful princess and some ogre or troll like beast then the coup de gras you Ham fisting that truly seltzer and pounding it down, <laughs> then reaching for another oh, no. to dab your Cro Magnon brow <laughs> of the sweat. You can't even sit there and talk without melting. That French guy was right. You are an animal and a mother. Oh, wait, demon. Now I gotta clean that up. Um, yeah, that is actually very good play-by-play, and I think that I'm all for it. I'm all for you doing play-by-play of it as it's happening. Uh, okay. When are we going to get our own wrap-up podcast? How big do you have to be before that starts happening? Tiny bit bigger. <laughs> Tiny bit bigger. Would Tom ever say no to an RV sponsorship for the podcast? What? Obviously not. Of I don't even know why I'm asking. Tom would say no to no the man sponsorship. looks like he could just eat Arby's all day. All right, I bye. Think, I think that's a compliment. Alice, I think mm-hmm. that's a compliment. And yes, although I can't, starting very soon, I'm, they're putting me, both of us, into fat camp. I think I am going to have a different uh, regiment, though. The new, um, yeah, Arby's is delicious. The Arby's beef and cheddar with horsey sauce is damn delicious, and I love them. I'm going to drive to an Arby's. I don't know where the nearest one is, 
but I'm going to drive to a damn Arby's. I love them. Hi, Alice. It's Steve from Merrimack. Hi, Steve. No, I've never done cocaine either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was so funny. I have not done Thank cocaine. You. Alice, stop. <laughs> have a little bit of respect for the listeners. Just a little bit. They done. share stuff with you. <laughs> I share Lexington, stuff with the listeners, but I have yacht, not done cocaine. Lexington yacht, I'm sharing with you that I haven't done Yacht cocaine. Bunny no, didn't no. do a bump or two in the inside of the cabin cruiser. Never. E- incorrect. <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody who believed me that I have not done cocaine. Mm-hmm. I appreciate You pull all liners now when you have big projects to do, by the way, Alice. Are you... T- t- Sniffing rails, knocking no, rails. No, if anything, I think about sometimes getting an Adderall prescription, like all the other right. women my age who but go until to then, psychiatrists. You're going to be blasting lines, correct? No, uh, but I don't want to do cocaine. I, I'm not a drugs person. Uh, it doesn't agree with me, and I, yeah. <laughs> I don't even do <laughs> See, weed. Okay, I'm not a food person. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Pathetic. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.